Yeah, a lot of the time, blimey, especially on the farm, and I feel the goats have escaped, or I don't know what's happened. And you know, <laughs> I just have this vision of you chasing around after these goats when you're in the middle of a coaching call or something. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> Power to live more with Joe Dodds. Welcome to the Power to Live More podcast, all about productivity, organisation, well-being, energy, and resilience. I'm Jo Dodds and I started this show to enable interesting people to share their stories about how they use their power to live more and by that I mean to do the stuff that they want to do more than the stuff that they need to or should do. It's about creating a life for yourself where you have the energy, health and space to be happy and fulfilled, spending your time as you'd like, whether that be at work, home or somewhere else entirely. That's your choice. Hi, this is Jo Dodds. Hey, I'm doing the intros now. Oh, okay. Hi, my name is Ellie Dodds and I'm co-presenter. Today, Joe is interviewing Simon Jordan of Simon Jordan Marketing. Simon and Joe first got talking via social media and then met in real life through networking in Kent, where we live, and Simon was living at the time. Their paths have crossed professionally a few times with various speaking gigs, webinars and interviews. I was pleased to appear in the launch video for his One Planet One Place website. A few months ago Simon popped by to see Joe on his trip back the UK from France where he now lives and Joe asked him to come on the podcast and here we are. In his late 20s and on a death wish Simon Jordan weighed 23 stone. 322 pounds. He was binge eating and drinking and on drugs. Then 18 months later, after making a decision to change his life around, he now weighed 13 stone, 182 pounds. Finished the London Marathon at 3 hours, 45 minutes and now clean from drugs and drink. Jump forward to his late 30s and Simon had just left the well-paid corporation world to start his own marketing company. One year in and wanting to work with clients internationally, he set up his own online TV channel and then within seven months he was speaking across the states and working with clients from California to New York, from Paris to Germany. Throughout Simon's life he has taken massive action and achieved big results. He is the host of Simon Jordan TV, the highly acclaimed online TV show where he shares his marketing hints and tips to a global audience. Simon is also the best-selling Amazon 5-star rated author of How to Skyrocket Your Business Without Burning Your Finger. With over 25 years working in marketing and advertising with some of the world's top brands such as Nike, Coca-Cola, Pop, Porchy, Sky TV and Wilkinson Sword to name but a few. He is also an international keynote speaker offering business and marketing advice with a good portion of motivation and humour thrown in. Simon is branding and marketing coach working with clients from all over the globe helping him to build prof 
profitable and powerful brands. Sam currently lives on an organic 32-acre farm in France with his partner and three stepchildren and various animals as part of that animal sanctuary. Sam is also the founder of One Planet, One Place, the philanthropic project to make a difference on the planet. Back to the studio. I'm really pleased to be interviewing Simon Jordan of simonjordan.com. Hi, Simon. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Joe. Lovely to be here. You're in the UK and I'm over in Normandy in France and the Skype connection is fantastic. It is. It's so clear and uh, unlike our French, I think, probably. Indeed. Oh, yeah. Don't start there. Mons 2, Mons 2, Rodney. Yes. <laughs> So, um, why don't we start by you telling uh, me a bit about you, what you do, and where you do it? Clearly, France, but a bit more about uh, your sort of um, setup, if you like, your home working setup. What my home working setup? Well, at the moment, because we've we've moved to this farmhouse, it's a 13th century farmhouse. Um, only about six weeks ago, six weeks, two months. So, the office, which is an external barn, isn't properly set up yet. So, they're currently working up from the kitchen table. And that which is good enough, the internet's good here. So when it will be set up, I will have my big, I've got a big iMac and a screen next to it, so it looks like a Bond set, but at the moment I'm working on my laptop. So yes, pretty straightforward. But I like to keep the, the, the area reasonably clutter-free. Um, I don't like lots of mess everywhere. But yeah, it's just, you know, with three young kids around and everything else, the animals, yeah, it's sometimes not easy. Certainly <laughs> not from the kitchen table, that's for sure. So flesh that out a bit then. What do you do and, um, and what do I do? why are you in France? And- Good point. Well, <laughs> I am a marketing branding consultant stroke coach. I help people, I help um, entrepreneurs, business owners, coaches essentially, and that's, that's in my target market. Well, my target market really is coaches, authors, speakers and consultants. That's the That's the, the crux of it. But what I do, Joe, is clients will come along to me and obviously their marketing's not working. Maybe their branding's not right. They're not getting the, the recognition they, they, they want. They're not selling their products. They're not getting out there. They're not, their brand isn't recognized. They're not known. They're not a key person of influence or whatever the issue might be. So what I do, I will look at them and work out why, what is it that people buy from them. Why is it, what is it about their personality that people love? We take that, this is about building the brand first off. So we take their energy, their passion, their love, what those characteristics would go up to build their personality. We incorporated that into their branding. So really their online image, be it on Facebook, on across any social media platform, their website is a true representation of who they are. So it beams out their personality. My job is to encapsulate their passion, their energy, their, their true personality in their marketing. So when someone comes across the website, they think, you know what, I really like this person. I'm, I get their energy. I get what they're about. I like what they're about. But also, on the flip side, is some people go, oh, I can't stand that person. I don't like what they're about. Well, that's great because you don't want the tie because you don't want the, the difficult clients. And I now work more with sort of the energy side of it as well. It sounds a bit hippie, but it, it works when you get that energy right, when you get the true personality of the person. That's because we buy on emotion. When you get that in the website and all the marketing, it works. When their personality beams out across all social media platforms, that's what people buy into. So the other side of my business is my philanthropic side, which I can still say at this is <laughs> um, is One Planet, One Place. And this came about, I, when I, if people check out my website, simonjordan.com, you'll sort of see my, my backstory and how I built the business. 
<clears throat> and I, I set up, I had SimonJordan.tv, Simon Jordan radio show, Simon Jordan blog, and I was doing all these things. I thought, you know what? It all sounds a little bit egotistical. It's got my name all over it, which is great for building your brand. But I started to make me feel a bit, un- well, not so much uncomfortable because it was working wonders. But the the radio show, which is essentially a podcast, and I was interviewing these incredible, incredibly successful business owners. But it wasn't about the the cars, the houses, all that kind of stuff. That doesn't, that doesn't really bother me. I'm not really interested in that. It was the backstories. It was where they were coming from. Uh, one guy interviewed a guy called Randy Gage, who could only be American with a name like that, but a really <laughs> lovely guy. And he said that you know he he'd been shot, he'd been stabbed, he'd been in prison, he'd been bankrupt, all these kind of you know horrific things, and he was on his friend's floor, li- living on his literally his friend's couch, sitting on the floor at this time thoroughly dejected with life and eating macaroni cheese of all things and he said that that was the lowest point and he said but i was at an advantage i said well randy what do you mean that you were at an advantage he said well i I had nowhere else to go the only way i could go was up uh to go forward i thought that's fascinating so it just really got me thinking about the other guests and i used to as to how i would be probing them and, and asking these deep questions and I thought, you know, there's, there's more to business than this. The world isn't just about business. It's about love. It's about, yes, it's about money because we need money to, you know, do more things with. Um, I think it was it Franklin Roosevelt once said, if you don't want to, if you want to help the poor, don't become one of them. Mm. So, so anyway, we can find these amazing interviews. And I just, what one day, um, I was, I thought I was probably climbing a mountain or something like that. And I just, this line came to me, don't think of the world as separated by countries. Think of the world as separated by ignorance. One planet, one place. Because we're all on the same rock. We're all, we all come from the stars. If you want to get all hippie about it. And, you know, we're all, <laughs> all fragments <laughs> from the universe. Why can we not get on? You know, there are more cells, there are more cells in our body than there are people on the planet. And it all gets on. We have to, otherwise we couldn't function. We, 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 you know, we die in an instant. If we, you know, if the cells don't work. <clears throat> um, so why can we not get on? And mm. that's where it all started. And I thought, you know, I want to give something back. So in 2012, I launched One Planet One Place. Had over 22 and a half thousand visitors on the first month, second month, because I was chucking so much content at it. You, you'll understand this. About, mm. you know, content is king. While blogging, and we were doing. I was doing a daily show for. <laughs> just almost <laughs> killed me. Um, I was interviewing all these people. We're on number one in Google uh, on the second month out of 1.3 billion sites, which is just phenomenal. Even above the One Planet BBC um, TV program, just because of the strategies I teach my clients, that's what I use to to get it up there. And it was there, and it's it's still there. It's my, as I said, it's my philanthropic site, and it's there to really be the conduit to for people's stories, people inspiring stories to to get out there with my marketing knowledge and. And my, my connections to be able to interview these people who I think God, those 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 are amazing stories. People have literally are doing incredible things on the planet. Mm. I want to be able to interview them and share their stories so my audience can see it. And you know, the one planet one place, the Facebook page. We're now at one hundred and I don't know nineteen thousand, twenty thousand. I can't remember now. Um, just and it's all organic. Mm. It's and it's it's how we're doing it. We don't pay for likes. We don't promote the thing. It's just what we're sharing. We share. I essentially meet inspiring images and i say it's about inspiring change i want people i found out i did a i did a rant on facebook <laughs> a, a, a month ago called no more amen i thought that's gonna that's gonna get people listening and it was really what it was it was a it was a picture on um a picture of this this young family very the, the eldest daughter must have been probably not even in double fingers figures probably you know 
almost like Ellie's age, to be honest, mm. covered in brick dust and the, the siblings, and she was holding a baby. It was just it was an awful, awful picture, very, very sad. And it was basically her, her family, the parents have been killed. She's the only one left, so she's at this age, has to bring up the rest of the kids. And this person had posted this picture and just said, this is terrible, blah, blah, blah. you know, don't scroll past this without typing amen. And I thought, what the bleep, bleep, bleep is amen going to do for this family? You know, does that mm. satisfy our our guilt? Oh, yeah, we'll just type these four letters and that's it. So I, I ranted on this, saying, you know, I'm, I'm sick of seeing this thing. We can do more. We can all make a difference. Maybe not to that family because we're not there, but we could donate. We could do something. We could do more in our community. Don't just turn a blind eye and just go, oh, I'll buy a little badge and that'll do me. I'll type amen or whatever it might be. What can we do as human beings, certainly over in the West when we have everything for us? You know, we, I say, you know, gratitude is the language of the truly rich. You know, we don't have to have so much to have gratitude and we, you know, to, you know, to have gratitude. So what can we do with our abundant lives? to help these people so this rant <laughs> went on but it went it, it was it's great and it made a difference and I, I said on the video i don't i don't want you to watch this and think oh yeah that's good i actually want you to feel uncomfortable i want you to feel uncomfortable enough for you to actually take action because there's no point having all these ideas without taking action so what can you do what how can you go and help i mean once a week for half an hour a week i volunteer for this charity called Silverline. I don't, you know, it, it's and it's just I speak to uh, this lady who's nearly eighty. She lives on her own, doesn't have any family around her. I'm probably the only person she speaks to all week, some weeks, and mm. I'm just that one voice for her. Half an hour out of my week—that's nothing. I'm not saying that to think, "Oh, look at me." I'm saying that to say we can all do something. Mm. You know, yes, we all have busy lives. I've got three stepkids here. We we live on a farm. We've got three goats. We've got five horses. We've got a dog. We've got two cats, chickens. It's a busy time, mm. <coughs> but mm -hmm. we can all do something. So that's what the video was about. So really, that's what One Planet, One Place is all about. Just inspiring change to be that ripple, mm. to be that stone in the pond, just to, you know what, I can do something. It doesn't matter how small it is. It could be just smiling a bit more, saying thank you and looking in the eyes of the person who gave you the cappuccino this morning. Um, so that's, that's essentially yeah. what it's all about. Brilliant. So it sounds like it's majorly hectic. You've just uh, painted a yes. little picture about uh, <laughs> what goes on. So what's the sort of um, typical day look like? And I appreciate, as in most people's cases, there isn't a typical day. But what sort of things are you, um, you know, getting involved in? How are you delivering these services? Um, presumably um, not in person, mostly, as you're in a different country now. <laughs> Indeed. Well, sorry, if you're wondering what that noise is, my, my dog, one of my dogs, just <laughs> moving all the chairs around. Happy to be quiet. He's a Springer Spaniel. Mad as a box of frogs, aren't you? Yes, I think he probably wants to go out in a minute. Um, it's, I deliver it. Basically, I coach all my clients via Skype. Um, how are we doing it here? I you know, I've a big online presence, similar to you. And that's how I deliver it all. My clients come on. We, we discuss. They'll buy a range of coaching sessions. I work with them one-to-one. -one. We'll do their branding for them if needed. We'll build the whole marketing strategy, collateral, all that kind of stuff. Or they just come on with coaching. Uh, I mean, I've got clients now right across the States. I run a group coaching um, group as well. I oh, clients are And then in, and then in between that, you'll um, pop out and feed the goats. I will indeed, yeah. <laughs> what is like April and I'm a partner. We're setting up an animal sanctuary. We're both vegans. Uh, I don't knit my own socks or my own yoghurt, just to let you know. Um, <laughs> I'm six foot two, very broad, very fit. <laughs> but I don't. Uh, no, some people think of oh, vegans. They are oh, they're skinny people who don't look healthy. Well, no, far from it. <laughs> um, but no, we're very both. You know, we're both animal lovers. Um, so we've we've got this place. We've got thirty 
two thirty-five acres, um, and we wanted to do something with it. So we've got the opportunity. So the farm came with fair few animals anyway, but now we've got horse, two donkeys, two ponies. Um, we've got four goats now. We're getting two pigs, um, and it's brilliant. And we're going to be getting. Oh, sheep and all that kind of stuff as well, mm-hmm. uh, which helps with the land, to be honest. We're going to be growing our own organic veg as well, because it is an organic farm. And mm-hmm. on site, we also have a, a, an organic brewery, which I think I probably mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, it's pretty hectic, but it, it's fabulous. I was speaking to a client um, earlier today, actually. I just said, you know, I, when I'm not coaching or I'm not working with my clients, I'll go out and I'll be fixing fences. To, like, we, we have people on, on, you know, we have gardens and things like that to help us out, because it's, you know, it's a lot of um, space to look after. But... You know, when I built the goat hut, I'd never built anything like that before. But I just remember watching a YouTube video thinking, yeah, I can do that. And I went out and did it. I bore the gear. Afternoon How hot on Saturday. can it be? Yeah, a very, a very hot afternoon. And it's very hot over here. Hammer and nails and built this thing. And it's fantastic. And I actually got the hay. It's watertight. And it's brilliant. They, they, they're on this part of the, the, the farm where it's, it's, like it's on a slope that goes down to the river. So they go down and drink from the river. And it's just they the goats are very happy there they you know it's they're all girls we don't want a billy goat we don't want mating going on just yet but it's <laughs> <laughs> they do escape every now and again which is hilarious but it's just i feel i'm, I'm putting something back as well it, it is it is brilliant you know for me i'll just go up and i will it sounds really hippie now but i go out and i will just sit with the horses i will just sit on the ground and they come around and some of them lie down and just it's brilliant and it's mm. such a switch off um mm. i'll yeah. read the occasional books things like that but for me, it's just that connection. You know, they they don't have worries about business. They're just worried about the next bit of hay or that's it. Yeah. And just to be around and connected with them and their energy, it's just, I love it. And the goats are just, April calls me the goat whisperer, you know, because they actually follow me around now <laughs> while I go in there and just tidy up and fixing stuff. But it's, yeah. it's brilliant to have that connection. You know, we've got the dog. We're getting another dog now who's happy needs a, a companion. Yeah. Um, it is. It's a brilliant place, and it's the kids love it as well. They go out mm. and they ride around. We've got the river that runs through it as well, and cool. It's sounds lovely. great. So that whole relaxing piece, it tends to be out and about in the in the garden, or, or without a doubt, on the yeah. Farm. Yes. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, tr- I try and do exercise most mornings. Yeah, I go out into one of the barns. There's got a space there, um, which we're going to be returning, turning into a four bed retreat actually, which is going to be nice. But I just go in there, and it just it sets my day up right. You know, if I've, mm. but I went for a run around the lake. We've got a um, a lake which is only sort of five ten minutes from here. I drove down there. Um, it's great. You can run around it. You can go boating and swim across it as well. So I just do that, and it just just gets the blood pumping, and it it's my time. It's I, I'm not good at meditating, looking at candles, and listening to whales making love. That's just not my thing. <laughs> but me running, I love it. I love yeah. it. And then, um, September this year, I'm hopefully if my knees are, are good enough because I, I was supposed to do the three peaks, uh, which is climbing the three highest peaks in in the UK all in 24 hours yeah. for uh, for charity. My knees just I've had issues with them; they've been problems. Mm. I couldn't mm. do that otherwise I would have been crippled. I think so. Hopefully, I'm training for that now, which will be in September. Cool. Um, I did. I tried to do the three peaks once. I managed one and a quarter. Oh, well, good for you. At least you tried it. <laughs> well, I did one. I was very impressed. And then the second one, I started going up and after 20 minutes, I thought, I'm going to hate coming down this one. I don't think I'll go any further. And then I it. was the only person on the coach cheering when they said that Snowden was shut. Oh, <laughs> so did, did you start at Ben Nevis? Yeah. 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 Well, that is the hardest one because you're starting at ground level. Yeah. Snowden, you're already sort of, I don't know, 1,200 feet up before you yeah. start. So it is. if people think, oh, climbing a mountain is hard, it's actually coming down. It's the yes, worst it on your knees. It's really, really bad. And that's what I'm worried about. Yeah, the worst bit for me was coming down at three o'clock in the morning down Ben Nevis and all these people running past me going up 
at three o'clock in the morning, might I add, yeah, again, uh, just the, at, for emphasis. And they're, they're like, morning! And I'm people. thinking, nutter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone I'm over you, yeah. <laughs> why would you want to do that? And why would you be running? Exactly. Well, my, my needs to talk, because I, I, I've run marathons and stuff like that um, for charity again. I just, it's just... My knees are knees good now. Oh, no, I'm <laughs> so. getting old. So anyway, so that's your in the morning. You're, you're doing your exercise. Do you have any sort of evening routine? Is there a sort of wind down um, process, or or is it just sort of glass of beer and go to bed? No, to be honest, yeah. I try and it, it's not always easy. I mean, now there is there is a, there has to be a structure in the evening. You know, the, the kids go to bed. Um, April and I want to sit down. I try and switch off. We we don't we're not plugged into mains TV here in in sense of you know terrestrial. We don't have channels here, so we watch a movie. I, I love watching movies. We've got a whole massive collection of movies. Um, normally we're working. There's so much to be done because we've got we've, we're building the farm site here. Uh, we, we're going to be launching the the animal sanctuary. We're doing a crowdfunding campaign. That's now because it's summer holidays now. That's going to be launched in September. Mm. Meadows Sanctuary is called. So we're doing that. So there's always stuff to do, but I try and switch off. If I'm getting things, our days start early as well with everything going on. So I'm normally up by six. So I try and be in bed by 10, 11 latest. Um, mm, mm. So I'll try and switch off all computer te- technology. I don't like tech in the bed either. Just, you know, just no, no phones or anything like that. Cause it's, I just, just don't want it really. I want to have a complete mm. switch off mm. at least an hour before. But really now, because the light, you know, you can still be out at quarter to 11 at night. You still, you know, it's bright enough because it's summer. But I will go up, put the goats to bed. Yes, not literally in bed, but I just um, <laughs> make sure they're all tucked in, you know, and they're not wandering around because they are, the older two, they are tethered because otherwise they will run out. I mean, they've got, it's about 20 foot of chains. They've got a lot of, you know, they're not really constrained. Um, mm. They still eat mm-hmm. everything, which they are doing. Um, but I make sure that they then go on a smaller leash just make, so they're, they're inside, they're safe because they've got little ones in there as well. Um, yeah. Uh, and that's it. Make sure the horses mm-hmm. are okay. They get a bit of food. They get, all get a bit of hay at night and I come back. Mm-hmm. We'll have a shower if you really want to know. And then <laughs> head off to bed. But that's essentially yeah. it. It's just it's that wind down time. For me, it's that wind down time. Just being with the animals and just April yeah. and I will walk around the, 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 the farm um, and just end up talking about business and stuff. I suppose yeah. we're supposed to both passionate about it, what we're doing. And that's yeah. really the wind down. It's just that connection. Mm. Um, you know, just we've both very busy lives we work together a lot on, on the similar sort of stuff and we're always talking mm. about it. but at night when it's that peace and quiet because you don't hear anything around here we, we're you know distance from the road um and all you hear is the river and the, the birds um if yeah. they fill up okay. so we just walk around and chat and then you know just checking everything talking about the farm and the ideas we've got and what we're going to be doing and then that's it and mm-hmm. it's yeah, a peaceful cool. time so how do you keep healthy you've talked a bit about exercise and you talked about your your diet what what sort of um key factors are there for your for your health well it is about eating good quality food we try and eat organic obviously this this year we are setting everything up to because it is an organic farm there's no pesticides been used here for about 20 years now we will be growing our own organic veg um so there will be that it's about for us it's about clearing eating good quality clean food as well i mean i became a vegan probably about a year ago now i've it's a normal transition. I'm being vegetarian, but I was—I I don't drink coffee. I haven't drunk caffeine. I have decaf. Um, I haven't drunk coffee probably, probably about a year now. And all because I did a three-day detox, and I because I used to drink a lot of coffees. You know, I, I mean, I, I would—I would never use a spoon pouring the coffee in. I, I could literally stand a spoon up in it. <laughs> and it's—I had a headache after this three-day detox. I had a headache for two weeks, and mm. I thought this is not good. So I'm going to give up coffee. It was a bit of a struggle. But I haven't. T- I do not miss it at all. I like my tea, like a nice strong cup of tea. There is caffeine in there, but nothing. 
to the strength that I was having it before with the coffee. I mean, I, I would overdo it. I really would. Um, mm. And I just, I would feel my, I, mean, I used to be very overweight. I don't know if you know my, my backstory when I was in 28, I was 23 stone, drink, drugs and the rest of it and heading, heading south very quickly. And it all turned around, got fit and healthy, lost 10 stone in weight in, uh, in 13, 18 months and finished London Marathon in three hours 45, having been a big chubber <laughs> to achieving that, which is good. That's, it sort of laid the ground ground works for, for what I've achieved so far, really, the mindset. But in terms of staying healthy, having done that detox, I realized that the stuff I'm putting in my body has a massive effect on my mood, <clears throat> on my, my energy. And I, I'm, um, I can't eat red meat. I used to love steak, but I just can't eat it. I'm one of those people who just eat, I can't break it down. It's like eating concrete. The, the day just, oh, the day after, I'm just, oh, what day? I feel mm-hmm. like I've, yeah, a lead weight in my stomach. It just doesn't agree with me. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, and it was actually a fellow, I think you know, Steve Trister, he, because he became a vegan after he watched this film called uh, Earthlings, which is just, it's awful. If, if you want a shocking, hour and 45 minutes or whatever i haven't actually watched the whole film <clears throat> i watched i think half an hour of it couldn't stop crying and i thought that's it i could never touch anything like that again it was just i don't want to be part of this i don't i don't preach but veganism people to eat whatever they want i just i want people to make their own choices and, and have a healthy life um i see a lot of people who who struggle uh, and as i did with health and, and stuff like that my weight is now my ideal weight i feel full of energy Yes, I get tired. <laughs> yes, I still mm-hmm. get slumps in energy, but I know what can perk me up. So for me, it's just about eating good quality food. I try and eat fruit in the afternoon. I don't eat biscuits and cake and stuff like that, many because we don't have it. But I, I make homemade flat chacks and stuff like that, which is so easy to make. Anyone with <laughs> mm-hmm. anyone can make it. It's so very simple. I don't need a recipe. It's just and the kids love it, and it's 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 good stuff. You know, yes, mm-hmm. you've got syrup in there. But stuff like that, regular exercise, plenty of water, fresh fruit and veg, and that's it. And eat a rainbow diet. Yes. You know, it's pretty simple. And exercise. You know, it's mm. just, there's nothing difficult, to be honest. And that's what I, that's what I learned, you know. Mm. Mm. I tried to oh, do this diet, do that. No. Exercise and eat healthy. That's it. Um, and that's simple yeah. that. it, it helps me. What I did notice before the detox, my, I, I always had a, a fog. You know, I'd be all tired, which would affect my mood, or I will just never really feeling great but then when i cleaned my diet up it was suddenly my god i can think clearly my decisions are better i just feel better everything seems to be better so Mm. yeah that for me that's it works not for everyone but yeah it worked for me yeah cool so change the subject a bit what about um how you sort of manage your time make sure you get stuff done do you use a to-do list have you got particular apps or tools that you're using i use i created one about I was looking at it, it's about five, six years ago, called my Get More Done Today <clears throat> system, which um, you can probably download, free plug, there's a download, I have to find it now, um, <laughs> it's it's a day planner, um, uh, let's have a look, um, hang on, <laughs> <laughs> Please actually hold hang on, I'm, I'm just, I'm just gonna, well basically what it is, it's something I created ages ago, because I, I was speaking at an event um, uh, I wonder if I can find it now. I was speaking at, at an event, and I was talking to people about how you can, um, you know, how your day can work better. And I just came across this thing, thing and I thought, yeah, here we go. This, this is, this is how I plan my day. It was a basically a, a, an aha moment, and it was how I've. I mean, it's, it was an old boss that said to me once, you know, plan your day the night before, and it's something I've always done. 
So I created this system called my Get More Done Today system. I can't find the link for it at the moment, but if, if you email me. We'll put it in I'll, the show I'll, notes. I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, remind you to do that. Yeah. And it's essentially, it's an A4 sheet of paper, really simple. I mean, I've got, I've tried all the gadgets and stuff like that, but I loved handwriting. I love using a bit of paper and pencil, to be honest. <laughs> I go to meetings with people using Mont Blanc pens and I pull out a bloody pencil. But I just love the feel of it. I'm an artist as well, so I like, you know, the feel of it. Anyway, so it's just, it's a, it's a cheat uh, A4 paper and I've, I've designed it. So you have from 8 o'clock in the morning to 8 o'clock at night in half hour segments. On the right hand side, it will have your uh, people you need to call, top 10 people. And then underneath that, it's basically your priority list. First top 10. And then underneath that, it's not that important. So when I say important, you know, what is urgent right now? Because other people think, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll work on this bit. And you think, is it urgent? Are there other things which are a bit more pressing? So basically, when you fill it in the night before, and then you'll sometimes I'll do two days in advance. Certainly if I'm doing, I come to a Friday, if I'm, I, I try not to work at the weekend because it's family time. Actually, I only work four days a week now. Every Wednesday is family time because the kids' school um, is closed on a Wednesday. Yeah. So April and I down tools and we just spend the day. It's, it's good because you're still more productive. You're, you're just as productive on the other days. In mm. fact, you're probably more productive because you know you've only got four days. So it's, it's yeah. good. I mean, I could probably get, when I started using this system, I could actually work, I'd get more done in sort of three hours focused work than i did in like two days it's it's, it's phenomenal how much time you waste so certainly on social media mm. so it's just it's a really simple sheet uh, i'm giving it away for free if you know people want it um and it's just plan your day so when you start the next morning whatever time you get into the office bless you that you don't think what am i supposed to be doing today what that? and you then spend a couple of minutes trying to work out and the other thing is on my email here's another hint i don't i have tur- turn i have turned off my phone um auto send and receive you know, unless right. you're a paramedic or a doctor on call, you don't need to be on call all the time. I only check my emails at 10 o'clock in the morning and at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. <clears throat> and I have it. If people email me, you'll get a message saying, so I can focus on my clients. I only check the emails at 10 o'clock and 4, 4 p.m. Yeah. So I just do it at those times. Um, mm-hmm. that, if I'm working with a client, it's, it's sometimes I have to check them more often. But it's just it's just little things like that. So that's how I plan my day. Just plan it the night before. So then when you've done it, you think, I know what I'm doing tomorrow. And you can forget about it. Just yeah. put it out of your mind. It's as simple as that. You've got it all written down. Great. You know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And if, if you can schedule it, you think, right, I'm going to be working with Joe. I'm going to be doing this or whatever. That's going to take an hour of time. Okay, well, I'll block it out that time. And obviously, I've got my coaching calls as well, which I have set times, about seven slots per week, which always uh, they're, they're in my diary and people book mm. online. It's an automated system. So that's already booked in. So I, I know when someone's booked in because it pops up on the calendar and I get a notification. Yeah. But really, it's just the, the essential thing is send off, turn off uh, auto send and receive. Try and check your emails just twice a day and just mm. plan your day the night before. It's as simple yeah. as that. So when you leave the office or your kitchen table as I am now, you think, mm. I, know, I know what I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, really helpful. And, and are there any sort of tools or apps that you'd particularly recommend that, that you couldn't uh, live without? You couldn't live without. <coughs> well, mm-hmm. for my, my, uh, funny enough, <coughs> I've, uh, probably my photography one. <coughs> I love that. But in terms of planning my day, no, I just use Google Calendar. Yeah. That's the one I love. Um, I'm just going to open up my phone now, actually. The, um, uh, no, essentially, that is it. It's that. Uh, certainly being in France, I use Google Translate a lot. But no, it's good. <laughs> yes. Google Google Calendar is just fantastic because all my system, um, all my scheduling, is done automated um, 
through this 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 business this this website. It's uh, Time Trade or Time Drive, I think. Probably you have yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you put yeah. me on. So that's a brilliant system. That links yeah. through to my Google Calendar. So essentially, mm. that that is it. Um, but what I love, you know, I've got an iPhone. I was sitting at the lake yesterday. And the kids are out swimming and happy. We're running around, and I'm on my phone, um, and I'm running my business from there. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's great. I mean, I my business is now set up. I can literally I have an internet connection. I can work from anywhere. It doesn't matter. You know, I try yeah. to come to London once a month if possible, uh, which I met you last month. Yes, this month because we're still in July, and because I was filming in, in London, I was being filmed for an interview. It's great. I just come. I meet up with a load of people. I have a packed sort of forty-eight hours. Probably get to meet as many people as possible. And I come back here, and mm. that's essentially my networking. You know, I've done thousands of networking events in my time, <laughs> and how I've set the business up now, I don't need to. I can no. live. I hate the term. I don't hate it. It's a strong word. You know, the old laptop lifestyle. But I suppose I'm living now. I suppose. Yeah. But it's a yeah. laptop farm lifestyle. <laughs> yes, rather than the bit. <laughs> Indeed. So, what Indeed. about um, if things don't go right on a day? What when it all sort of collapses around you how, how does that all pan out i hit the bottle joe very hard <laughs> <laughs> very hard <laughs> yes and then you won't see me for two days <laughs> now of course things do go wrong yeah a lot of the time blimey especially on the farm and i feel the goats have escaped or i don't know what's happened and you know <laughs> I just have this vision of you chasing around after these goats when you're in the middle of a coaching call or something <laughs> oh it's hilarious well i tell you what april and i were working at the kitchen table one day and we brought the the ponies down to basically cut the back grass. It sounds a bit weird. They're not very good on the lawnmower, but they they were eating because with the back garden is like an acre. It's a field it's essentially. Yeah. There's a river the other side, but we are tidying up because we want to make it really. There's a trampoline and that kind of stuff as kids are like. <clears throat> but um, we brought them down and we closed off either end. But no, County, who's the bigger pony. There's Selena, who's literally I, she could stand under my. I mean, I'm six foot two. She could stand under my legs. She's so small, but she's mm. so sweet. And uh, they were around the front walking past. And I was like. <laughs> Oh, bloody hell, they've got out. So we're basically running out. And I just thought, this is hilarious. This is absolutely hilarious. But uh, when things do go, go, fall apart, I think, ah, it's life. It's a century. Yes, I still get angry. Oh, bloody hell, what's this? What's going on? But I have to think, you know, in a day's time, a week's time, will it really matter? No, not really. What can you do? What can you, if you can't fix it right now, don't don't give it too much energy. Um, yeah. You know, I've, I've had quite a few clients recently who um, through – issues of their own or whatever some clients have a fear of success or whatever um you know they haven't fulfilled or they, they can't go through with the next lot of sessions so you know they can't pay for it. whatever the situation i think okay fair enough you know one thing one door closes it's not closing because they'll continue working with me or whatever mm-hmm. i think but it will open up something else mm-hmm. what i try and do is try and keep the energy it's something i've learned a lot over the last two years it's about the energy when I've come from a place of lack or a place of fear, worry, hate, whatever it is, you're going to attract more of that. When you come from a place of love, gratitude being the biggest thing. I've said before, you know, gratitude is the language of the truly rich. When you come from that place, energy flows. When I was back in Wales at the, the farm with my parents' home, <clears throat> I've still got an office there, which I'm moving slowly, everything back here or down here. And I was running down the beach, and it comes out to the beach, and I was running through the forest, and I crossed this beautiful wooden bridge. <clears throat> and this story will make sense in a minute. <laughs> and there's a river running underneath it, fast-flowing river. A bit like here, but it's all very bubbly around here, the river. But um, So I'm looking at, on the left-hand side, the stream is flowing beautifully. Absolutely no resistance at all. It's just flowing down. On the right-hand side of the bridge, there's all these rocks and boulders, and the water's spitting up and frothing and stuff like that. And I thought, that's a brilliant example of how a lot of people's lives are. That, including my own sometimes and the boulders are 
the what we put in our, in our way, we trip ourselves up. It's maybe our negative thinking, our environment, or the food we put in the body, or whatever it is which stops that flow, the worries, fears, hates, whatever, the resistance. So we need to be really on the left-hand side of the bridge where everything's flowing. So what is stopping that flow at the moment? I mean, everything flows, you know, health can flow naturally. We're born healthy. You know, 99% of us, apart from the, you know, the kids who are born with, with horrible stuff, but, that, you know, but the majority of us. So what are we doing? What are we blocking or doing that's blocking that flow, be it financially, be it abundance in health, in love or whatever? What are we doing? And it's about looking at that and always coming from a place of gratitude and love, essentially. Mm-hmm. This is what I work with my clients as well when they're saying, oh, it's just not happening. I'm, saying, well, I'm working with a guy at the moment. Obviously, confidentiality, I can't mention it, but... He has had struggles and we've worked on his energy. Yes, I do branding and marketing, but I can step into that arena at some stage. I'm certainly not a life coach. I'll never tell you how to mend your relationships or anything like that. <laughs> because from my own learning, it it is from what I've discovered that when you come from that place, it's like if you come from a place of that, and I'll give you an example. It was a probably about a year ago. I went out and spent a load of money at something. I don't spend frivolously, you know. Um, I'm, I'm you know save a lot, but anyway. And I had to go and spend a lot of money. It was on a Saturday and I came out of the shop thinking, bloody hell, just, oh, that's a big spend. I spent all this money, blah, blah, blah. I thought, hang on a minute, Simon, you're coming from a place of lack. Change that around. I thought, no, let's look at being having gratitude. And I thought, aren't I so lucky that I have that money to spend and I've had the clients, I have the talents, the skills or whatever in order to attract that money, those clients to me in order for me to have that money to then spend to keep that flow going to keep the abundance flowing because you know we say oh we're in a session whatever the money is still here it doesn't leave the planet the money is still here it's just when you're blocking yourself it won't flow mm. and i changed my energy and suddenly i just i felt on cloud and I thought, this is fantastic it really shifted that night I had a new client come in paid me up front and i made <laughs> about a thousand times more than i spent that day and it was yeah. all from the, the energy Yes. And I've had it recently. There was a lot of stuff happening at the farm. There's a lot of expenditure because it's tough to know. Oh my God, bloody hell. And suddenly, oh, things are happening within the business. Why is that? Because I'm not thinking, not coming from the right place. I'm coming from a place of lack. Mm. I'm, I'm the boulders in the river. I changed it and things are picking up again. Mm. So mm. every time I'm giving a little nudge saying, you're coming from the wrong place. Come from this place and then you won't be the boulder. So yeah. step out of your own way. It's something I've learned from interviewing hundreds, if not thousands of people now. Mm. Um, that's one of the biggest things I've learned. Get out of your own way. Yeah. Find what, yeah, what the absolutely. blocks are. You know, and it just it happens. It sounds yeah. hippie. I don't care. It bloody works. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, what about something about um, you know learning and, and inspiration? Um, are there any sort of books or films or music or anything that you'd you'd recommend to people? Yeah. I t- this is going to sound really weird. Pinterest. <laughs> Right. Pinterest. I love I love going on Pinterest just to see I'll put in inspiration or I'll put in if you put in motivation you mostly get gym stuff coming up, you know, people like work out and all that kind of stuff. But it's yeah, yeah. inspiration. I just love some of the stuff on there. Um, you know, I follow other Facebook pages and I'm I'm inspired by the people I'm interview. Um I don't get a lot of time. I love to read, but Joe, when I go to read, I normally read it bed, which means I fall asleep within half a page and I end up reading the same page about five nights in a row I'm going to bloody finish this in a minute before I fall asleep I just you know it's so I'll read when I'm on holiday I suppose yeah. but, but in terms of yeah I just from, from social media I get a lot of inspiration I watch what other people are doing in my arena um, and see what they're doing and I just I love the line that Jim Rohn the late great business philosopher Jim Rohn 
um, said, don't wish it was easier, wish that you were better. I think, you know, what can you do to be better? Um, mm. Just things like that. You know, I've got his book of quotes. Uh, seeing all the stuff on Pinterest, on the inspiration the people that comes up there, the, the you know, the key um, yeah. inspirers on the planet. I just listen to what they've said, what they've written. And that that's enough for me. I have enough around me, I suppose. I don't need to have all the stuff. Um, April and I work together and, you know, we inspire each other. We push each other forward. April came back last week from Downing Street, what she's doing with charities. And that inspires me. You know, the, my clients inspire me when I see where they've done. The people I interview from One Planet and Place, they inspire me. Mm-hmm. Um to carry on doing what I'm doing, to create more, to, to have more, to have a better life, really, and to help the people around me. Yeah. So on a day when you end the day, knowing that you've had the chance to live more, as mm-hmm. I call it, so, you know, do the stuff that you want to do rather yeah. than the stuff that you have to do or, you know, feel like you should do, what have you done? What What's that day look like? I have served my clients. Um, I've made a difference to them, and I have the literally minute before we had we I jumped on this call with this interview with you I was working with a client who's over in Ireland and we're working together with a, with a client in Spain um and I know I've made a big difference to her and we ended the call she, she said something and I said have a look at this have a look at this I think this will really help you and I gave her something and she said that's amazing that thank you so much that's made a difference already I figured mm. that's great and I love the line Suc- true success is knowing that someone else has breathed more easily because you've been there um, mm, I, I like that. that um, oh, I keep forgetting the guy's name who said it. Was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, mm. But it's 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 true. You know, I think if I've if I've made a difference to someone else, and you know, at the moment it's summer holidays, so if the kids if they've had a good day, they've had fun, they've had a good meal, or whatever it might be, you know, the animals have been fed. It's just to be honest, it's simple things. Mm. I'm not big money yes we've got all this around us and the acres and stuff like that and we've got some amazing things happening um which will bring in a huge chunk of change um but and i think of that i think what can we do with that what good can we do with with that money you know about keeping it in the flow um so for me it's about yeah what what i've done with my clients how i've inspired them with with the kids and you know, have, have, have I, what, what have I done for myself as well? I, I went round, round the lake this morning. So that for me made a difference to me, my energy. Um, mm. So yeah, mm. that's essentially, that's, that's how Great. I know I've done a good day. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you. So we're almost at the end of the interview. So um, how can people find out more about you and connect up with you? What would you like them to do? Go to simonjordan.com, J-O-R-D-A-N. Um, and it's on there. I'm just about to launch a new website as well because um, I'm bored with that one now. <laughs> but anyway, it, it will <laughs> be going. It's trouble when you do websites, isn't it? You can easily do that. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, but I'm fussy. <laughs> so, and so. so, yeah, it's on there. Or go to One Planet, One Place. Connect with me on Twitter, at the Simon Jordan. Um, Facebook as well as the Simon Jordan, um, I think. Yes. Anyway, go to simonjordan.com and it's all on there, connections. But the Facebook page as well for One Planet One Place, um, it's spelt o, you know, zip, o, hello, O-N-E, One Planet, you know, One Place, so put that on there, connect. Yeah. And if you've heard this interview, yeah, send me an email saying, love what you're doing. Um, it, if you want the day planet, Joe will put that on the site if I can find the link. If not, email me anyway. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'd love, love to connect. Um, yeah, yeah I, I'm on Instagram and lots of other little things, but it's all on there. You'll find it. So yeah, excellent. but thank you very much, Joe. Thank you. It was a real, real pleasure. It's lovely to speak to you as always. Yeah, no, thank you. Really enjoyed talking to you and uh, hearing about uh, all of um, 
your very rustic life now. Oh, in a, yes, indeed. In a different place. So great to, to hear that. And uh, I'm a little bit uh, uh, envious of the, um, the easy way that you can go out into the farm and, and uh, sit down on the grass with the animals and, and relax. <laughs> Just honest, like this, that in my garden. <laughs> yep, yep. The, the, this, this time of year, though, all the bloody horse flies around. You sit down for like five seconds. Oh, we're bloody bitten. <laughs> so, but no, it's good. to say. I'm not envying you so much now. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but it is good. But you, you're okay with the goats. It seems the horses and stuff, but no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll go peaceful. and sit in my garden and appreciate there aren't any horse flies there now. I'll exactly, play the glad yes, game. Yes, yes. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks, Simon. Anyway, have a good evening. And you. You take care. Bye. Joe's Jams. This is the part of the show where I do a recap of the key points of the interview, the stuff that I really liked, and the apps, books, music, tips and tools that were shared. This is for you if you heard something that you want to check out, but you couldn't write it down at the time. Hopefully I've got you covered. And this is the bit for the really time-pressed. You can just listen here and get the gems from the interview, but of course I wouldn't suggest you do that and miss out on the great conversation that I had with Simon Jordan. We talked about various tools and apps. Simon uses his Get More Done Today system to stay organised and get stuff done. It's a day planner with the planning completed the night before and it's free to download. He uses Google Calendar for diary scheduling and planning and Google Translate as he lives in France and he's learning the language, something I found useful recently too. He uses time trade, as I do as well, to allow people to schedule calls and meetings automatically into his diary. Simon says he uses his iPhone extensively to run his business, even from the side of the lake. And he likes to use Pinterest to search for inspirational motivation to find ideas and people to connect with. Some of the tips that he shared... He talks about uh, charity, Silverline, where he regularly volunteers to speak with lonely people. Simon tries to exercise most mornings outside and he says it gets the blood pumping and it's my time. He recommends no tech for the last hour before bed. He eats a good quality clean diet and is vegan. And he says, I only work four days a week now, every Wednesday's family time because the kids' school is closed on a Wednesday. April and I down tools and we spend the day. It's good because you're still more productive. You're just as productive on the other days. In fact, you're probably more productive because you know you've only got four days. So it's good. When I started using this system, I think I got more done in three hours, focused work than I did in two days. It's phenomenal how much time you waste, especially on social media. And he says, when it's all going wrong... I have to think in a day's time, a week's time, will it really matter? No, not really. What can you do? If you can't fix it right now, don't give it too much energy. He also says, gratitude is the language of the truly rich. When you come from that place, energy flows. He says, I only check my emails at 10 o'clock in the morning and at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And that time blocking is key in managing his diary, scheduling blocks of time in for the week in advance, like for coaching or for other projects. And he says that he loves the line that Jim Rohn wrote, don't wish it was easier, wish that you were better. And he also talked about the line, true success is knowing that someone else has breathed more easily because you've been there. To contact Simon, you can go to simonjordan.com. You can also find him on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. And you can also go to his website, oneplanetoneplace.com. And you can also find One Planet One Place on Facebook. 
Of course, all this information is available on the show notes on the website and you just need to go to powertolivemore.com forward slash five. Use your power to live more. Don't forget to go to powertolivemore.com forward slash five to find all the links and I look forward to speaking to you next time. Mm -hmm.